Okay, so the last topic I'm going to talk about tonight is beauty standards. Hopefully, I have enough energy. <laughs> um, I have been watching a lot of beauty standards video. I think it's really the wave on YouTube right now. And after watching it, it I feel kind of more confused, to be honest. Because <laughs> there's so many different perspectives. And I thought I had such a concrete perspective of beauty standards. And like, or like defined them. And now I'm not so sure, but let's see if I can just talk it through. So, um, I, I'm obsessed with beauty standards and even like observing the interactions with human beings chemistry wise. And so like attraction and all that, like studying all that is like, I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> Um, I even read the book around this called The Beauty Myth, and it's, it was basically saying how images of beauty are used against women. Um, someone lately, though, I think her name is Khadija Midbawi. I, I hope I'm pronouncing her name right, but um, her video was titled Beauty is, the, and, and is in the Eye of the Colonizer. And I never heard someone word it so perfectly because um, my standpoint is kind of everywhere right now because I believe, after watching so many videos, that I believe that we put so much emphasis on beauty and the point is just to love yourself radically. <laughs> like, you're worthy without being beautiful or not, basically. Like, we put, we put so much emphasis on, okay, beautiful people and you we we are beautiful in our own right and we should be worthy because we're beautiful like that's basically the saying around a lot of this these conversations like owning yourself and you're beautiful in your own right um but i do kind of agree with loving yourself radically anyway without even giving a fuck and then but now i'm thinking like no beauty standards is very much systematic <laughs> and I think we often forget this and I, I think um the more we fit these standards or not it is based on the colonizers the colonizers viewpoint and so basically it was designed as another form and this book also says the same thing another form to add to classism and racism and oppression and just like you can't have a certain nose or skin type, that's that was to easily differentiate your class. Um, and a lot of women get plastic surgery because it is a status symbol of a wealth. So just like men, they kind of do their wealth thing differently. They do it by money and who they marry, but women do it by beauty. And so that's why plastic surgery is so so widely a thing right now. And so. <laughs> Um, but I wholeheartedly believe that um, it is very much more systematic. And so I think people who are who fit the mold more, they're obviously going to be like, well, it is what it is. And that everyone can't, um, you know, be balling like that or something. <laughs> um, but we have to keep reminding ourselves it's very systematic and so it's, it's, it's to instill that favoritism it's to instill that I'm better than you and and I think 
even me, or I think people who talk about it, who think we're so educated on the topic, I think a lot of us come from a privileged standpoint because we fit it to some extent. Like, I know for myself, fitness-wise, like, I fit the beauty standard. Um, There are certain ways that I fit the standard. Um, Some people, they have, like, some fetishes that are, like, favored whether it's like your eyes or hair or whatever the case. And we're still a lot of times talking from a very privileged standpoint in it. And I think our ego gets the best of us and we don't keep reminding ourselves like it's very systematic. Um, and a lot of times I thought I was doing my part or doing good in it by saying like, oh, all people are beautiful. But it really is not that simple either because imagine the people who actually don't fit it at all and they're just probably looking at us like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) And so, um, I don't know, it's become a very odd movement because it's like we we think we're doing a lot in it and it's, it's really hard to get footing in the in this era because when we talk about body positivity and um beauty and accepting yourself it's all getting so confused um it seemed at a point for me to be so simple or simplicity and then the more like the more it goes on it just gets more and more complicated and so (laughs) i don't even know what to really talk about today about about beauty standards it's just i know for a fact that it affects um women of color black women the most because it is systematic even um and we can talk about colorism all day and i don't know there's this talk of pretty privilege too that's going on a lot and i still think it's dangerous to strip away racism like it's it still doesn't take away racism and all that stuff. So it's it's kind of like, again, those blurred lines of like, cause you can be as beautiful as you want sometimes, um, universally beautiful in, a, in the black race and people still see you as a nigga. And I think that sometimes like people don't touch on that aspect, for example, um, even if there's beauty there. And then some people, they're not even recognized as beautiful because they just don't, they were never written in that script of beauty, and it's just all crazy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> My standpoint was very concrete at a point, like, oh, just everyone's beautiful in their own right, like roses and sunflowers and all these things, which I still pretty much believe. Um, but I do think it's always much intricate and deeper than we think. <laughs> Um, it's never that simple. I do know it's like the book was saying a lot of it was done for money, like the policing of how women are presented in the workspace even. Um, it's all money, it's all to instill inferiority into women, um, and a race and a class. And so to me I'm coming from it more from the standpoint of that. And it can always change. And so that's just where I stand for now. Yeah, later.